The Green Bay Packers, did they find a new owner for the Chicago Bears? Is Jordan Love now the new owner of the Chicago Bears? I mean, the, the, the Packers still own the Bears as of right now. So it, it looks like it. The way Jordan Love played, he, he took that time behind Aaron Rodgers and he just really soaked in the knowledge. So, I mean, it, good on him. Like, this is probably going to be his make or break year. Like, if he didn't play well, he is probably gone. With Mark Davis, Chris Gemeinhart, Luke Rule, and Nick the Doc Skirkowitz. Welcome to All About the Boss Podcast. I'm Mark Davis. Pumped up to be in the sack house. Big weekend for football. Not my fantasy teams, but I'm joined alongside the three heartbeats that run this show. Chris Gemeinhart, Luke Rule, and Nick the Doc Skirkowitz. Chris, I start with you. You're repping your teams. We'll talk college later on in a couple days, but shout out to LSU. They beat Grambling. Big bounce back win. And... A sloppy win from the New Orleans Saints. But, hey, it's the NFL. Win's a win, my dude. How are you doing tonight? Mark, doing absolutely fucking fantastic. Great weekend of fucking sports. I mean, like you said, college, NFL. I did. I beat some people in fantasy this this week, Mark and Doc. I mean, I know me and Doc had a tough one. Mark, I kind of ran away with that one. But you you came back. You came back towards the end. But hey, Third high score. Great... But third high score yeah. week, you were second. So, I mean, what, what can was... I do there? It was a great weekend of football. Luke, shout out to you. You know, nail biter out there in Boise as UCF pulled up. Probably the best yeah. college kicker in, in the land right now, UCF. Yeah. Also, ugly win, I think, in my opinion, for the Ravens. They did turn up a little bit in the second half. But, hey, wins the win, like I told Chris. So, how are you feeling coming out of yeah. this football uh, weekend? Uh, the stat board, you know, it's all the same. You know, and especially in the NFL, all you need to do is win. It doesn't matter how much you win by. So, it's, it's a win in the books right there. So, I'll take it. A lot, of, a lot of injuries coming out of the Ravens, though. Uh, some big-time injuries. Probably probably going to be missing, like, five starters going into next week. Four to five, depending on if Andrews plays or not. So, it's going to be – We will definitely talk – yeah, headlines are going to be there for the Ravens. Yeah. Right. Ravens injury bug is biting early this year. And, Doc, you might want to stick to Florida State because, I mean, shout-out to you guys. Kick the shell of Southern Miss. You know, nothing nothing expected there. I mean, it's – I mean, sorry, that's what we expected. But – you know, the Bears, maybe who they are, they're not who we thought they are, maybe. Maybe they're, we'll talk about that with our reaction time. But, you know, your fans team, like Chris said, you lost. You need Dak to get literally just just 1.01 more points. They benched him in the fourth quarter. The defense was so dominant. And you lost to Chris, who forgot to check sleeper. He had Christian Watson in. Don't know why he did that. Chris, I mean, we're going to change the sleeper all next year anyway, so it's easy. But also had Drake London on there with a goose egg. Doc, how are you feeling, my friend? I, uh, I'm here, Mark. I'm here. Got my drink. And, uh, that's pretty much, it's pretty much where I'm at today. And all that shit talk you were doing, you know, to, in our, uh, dynasty league chat. And then, you know, it just didn't work out. I mean, Hey, you had a good week though. You know, something to look forward to, you know, maybe, maybe you get lucky next week. There ain't a whole lot to look forward to right now. Hey, Florida State looks dominant. Hey, number three, by the way. I can't even get excited over that. No, that, doesn't the nation, even, that doesn't even do it. And I'm doing boy, boys. I'm doing great too. Just for my NFL and college team, because the Atlanta Falcons are the for the first time since the 2017 season. At any point of the season, we're above 500. We're back, boys. Our run game looks phenomenal. <laughs> Little overreaction. Our passing uh, game, not so much. But also, we're going to talk about it. Texas, number four in the fucking land. We're number four in the nation. Stopped Alabama and Tuscaloosa. 
so glad to see Alabama go down. I guess the only hope now is Kansas State or Oklahoma to make sure that Texas isn't back. So we're getting there, boys. Hey, and I know I said that Chris said he beat me, right? So let's let's say why. Oh, I mean, sorry, my dynasty league I lost. Chris beat me pretty good because Dalvin Cook got hurt. And I or Dalvin Cook did not get hurt. I'm sorry, the guy he was playing quarterback for got hurt. Aaron Rodgers, boys. Robert Solis just confirmed he believes it's an Achilles and does not look good. How worried should the Jets be? And if he is out for the season, should they make a move at quarterback? And if they are going to make that option, who would y'all look at? I don't know if they're going to be making a move. If they do make a move for quarterbacks, it's going to be for a backup. I think they roll with Zach Wilson here with Aaron Rodgers at least being able to be in his left and right ear telling him what's up. I mean, Zach Wilson didn't look terrible. I mean, he had a pretty rough outing, but hey, like everyone's saying, like he was probably running with the scout team this whole week coming into this game. So this is his first time with the ones. More breaking news. Robert Sala just confirmed that Zach Wilson will be the starter if Aaron Rodgers is not. So I guess shoot that, like Chris said, maybe a backup and that's it. Yeah. I gotta be honest. I mean, I don't think it really matters who you put in there. You can put you can put a sack of potatoes in there. It'll do a better job than Zach Wilson. Um <laughs> I mean, this team is just – I don't care how good you are on both sides of the ball. With Zach Wilson at the helm, I mean, you you are not a winning football team. Uh, tonight, obviously, was was a little lucky. But, um, you know, I think going forward, that this might be become a five-win team with uh, – if they're lucky with Zach well, were, Wilson. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not seeing anybody like, – Yeah, I'm not seeing anybody that has, like, a better option than Zach Wilson. Somebody that's been on the team for a few years that knows his way around the facilities – like you can go pick up some vet, but he's gonna take him like at least a few weeks to get ready, anyways. Why? Why don't you just roll with Zach Wilson? Somebody's been there all training camp, and if still have Aaron Rodgers there to help coach him along. So, and I don't want to hear. I mean, we all hate Zach Wilson. We don't think he's that good. But to be honest, he got thrown to the fire. Chris, I don't want to hear this excuse anymore for Joe Burrow because he played a great <laughs> defense in Buffalo too, and he was thrown into the fire. He wasn't prepared yeah. to be the starter. And you know what? He had 14 of 21 for 140 yards, a touchdown, and yes, a pick. It was pretty bad, but he had a pretty good fourth quarter. And, you know, him and Brees Hall had a pretty good fourth quarter, in my opinion. A lot of young talent on the Jets. Garrett Wilson had a great catch, too, in the end zone. That was a filthy, filthy uh, grab out there in the corner. I don't know, man. I think it's pretty pretty clear why why you don't roll with Zach Wilson as your quarterback. I mean – uh, 2,300 yards in his first complete season with 13 games, uh, 15 career touchdowns, 18 interceptions. I mean, the guy's just dog shit. Uh, I mean, I would probably take Sam Darnold over him. Uh, there's a lot of people that I would t- probably take my young cousin over Zach Wilson uh, <laughs> to hold the pocket down for the well, Jets. So, I mean, as far as as far as who you got for an option, I mean, you're hurting, so nobody's going to sell cheap, you know. Um, I mean, there's plenty of well, there's, rookies there are that are, free that are taking, out there. There are free agents, but there are guys taking a backseat. I mean – I'd have to go through the list and see see more who's available. I, I mean, this obviously well, I mean, is, is developing. Trey Lance so. is out there. <laughs> yeah, Trey Lance is third for Dallas, and he, maybe he could trade again. I mean, <laughs> I know I mentioned oh, Matt Ryan. I mean, I'm not saying it's because I'm a Falcons fan, but Matt Fuck Ryan's no. working for CBS. Can, no. can, I mean, if the run game's there, no. maybe that's that benefit Matt Ryan. They have a lot of weapons, like Chris said. So I'm not no, saying no. it's going to happen, but you also have Carson Wentz out there. Matt Ryan had an absolutely fucking terrible season last year. Carson Wentz is you, probably yeah, yeah. a guy that they're going to yeah. go with if they, if they go. Did you see the run game and the pass they, protection? You had, all, you had an all-pro running back. Weapons. No, 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 no. That all-pro running back was barely there. He got he, hurt most of the year. He, he only missed like four games. We went over that. He only missed like four games in the middle of the season. Like seven, he missed like seven games last year. And he was dog shit last year, too. He had 800 yards. So that's an all-pro running back, by the way, that oh, that's 800 right. yards. So 
So it's not like he had a great year anyways. And Michael Pittman wasn't that good. The O-line sucked. So, I mean, I think the Jets O-line yeah, is a question, line sucks, question mark, so. too. Yeah, I mean, we can too, dig but... into it. We can dig into it when we go Jets-Bills. But, I mean, the Jets O-line is not very good as well. And we saw it in the opening drive. And probably why Aaron Rodgers is where he's at right now. Well, I think that's the turf. And I, I think that's something that the NFL needs to revisit again. The players are already calling for it after. And it's Aaron Rodgers. So, now they're definitely going to probably review this if the owners should put natural grass out there. But – We'll see what the Jets are going to do. We have, we have probably, you know, tomorrow maybe we'll hear more on the Pat McAfee show if he's still a guest there, if he's not getting surgery or whatever. So more to come with Aaron Rodgers. Luke, the Ravens took a massive hit too, you know. You guys yeah. lost um, some players out there. Break that down for us, man. Yeah, we got what, two starting O-linemen down, uh, Stanley and Linderbaum, so our, our left tackle and our fucking center. Uh, two guys that were uh, like high, like our top two linemen on the – and then we lost our, our safety, Marcus Williams. So he's probably be out for at least a few weeks, if not more. They're, they're, he's like tore, tore his peck. And, of course, uh, J.K. Dollars just can't stay healthy. Guys touch down and fucking exit the game just like Aaron Rodgers. But J.K.'s back? J.K.'s back? He was back. He was back at that point. Hey, well, be honest, JK, Lamar, Lamar going to find himself there if he don't stop fucking around with that football. Yeah. And I don't know what that man was doing points. holding that ball out there. He put a couple on the ground, oh. but, you know, at, at least he scored some points. At least the Ravens scored some points. So. He got 11 points before you started or before you had him in your starting lineup. So now it's it's the game. And we're going to break down the fan- fantasy after this episode. We're going to have our own episode for it. But Justice Hill, Gus Edwards, their, their options out there for the Ravens. But question marks are always with the Ravens with injuries, it seems like now, Luke. You guys did fire your, your – uh, your trainer. So what's, I don't know what the excuse yeah. is now. Uh, hey, this, this is probably just like all the starters not playing uh, preseason at all. Like we didn't start any, uh, any starters at all in preseason except Zay Flowers. He's the only one who played. So, that was like my I, high I, school team. Like that, my high school team did. What's that? I was going to say, it's like my high school team. Like they didn't hit until, until week one in the regular season. Like they didn't hit at all in practice. <laughs> yeah. Didn't yeah, like. You get popped and you're like, oh, <laughs> you're, you're not ready for it. Yeah, so forgot what that felt like. Yeah. Could have something to do with but, it, but another injury to another big injury. Chris, you broke it down, and I'm pretty sure Daddy Aaron is going to be very happy when the Browns play them. But no, Cam Hayward for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It seems like for half the season, roughly. Now, that's a pretty big loss for a team that was already struggling against the 49ers. It's a big blow to the Steel City. Yeah, I mean that's a huge, huge blow to uh to the Steelers over there on their D line. But I mean, also you're talking about Daddy A. I mean, he's also not gonna be very happy when their right tackle, Zach Coughlin or whatever, is also out for the season, which is a huge blow for the Browns <laughs> O line. So I mean, hey. Yeah, uh, yeah all around. Cool. Big Jack, losses in that yeah. division. Jack Coughlin did get hurt for the year. He took that you know, he got that big paycheck too. So that's a big loss for like a guy like, you know, Nick Chubb and, and Jerome Ford, who was looking pretty decent. I know Luke was mentioning him in our uh, yesterday when we were talking football. And, you know, Deshaun's going to need him too because Deshaun looked a little lost, which, you know, we're going to break that down too. And Doc, the Chiefs caved in. Chris Jones, one-year extension with the Kansas City Chiefs. Not sure why they caved in so quick. Defense, in my opinion, didn't do that bad against the Lions. But Chris Jones is back. They should be getting Travis Kelsey back too. Chiefs are – about to get full effect now of their superstars. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, yeah, Chris Jones missing him is a, is a huge piece of that defensive front. But, uh, I mean, to see the offense 
so exposed without Travis Kelsey. I mean, that is the that's the only word I can think of with the Chiefs this week is exposed. I mean, I think Patrick Mahomes had like receptions to seven different receivers in the first half, which is great. I mean, you're able to spread the football out, but it really shows that lack of having that true um, top wide receiver, that guy that can step up and not just fill the role for Travis Kelsey, but be got to take, you know, to take some of the pressure off of Travis Kelsey and get him opened up more. Right. I mean, a guy that you can actually rely on down the field and uh, I mean, not bad numbers. I mean, no, no, I take that back. 21 of 39, 226 yards. I mean, a pair of scores, but I mean, just all the way around. I mean, their leading receiver had four, which was Isaiah Pacheco in the check down. So, I mean, you somebody's got to step up and be a leader for this team because Kelsey's also getting up there. I mean, I, I kind of can see the Zach Ertz decline coming in another year or two. Um, I mean, the body's just getting older. It's just going to break down quicker. But, I mean, how many fucking – how many receivers no, the receivers look – One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. If you had Kadarius Tony, if you had Kadarius Tony or uh, you know, uh, God, what's his name? Fuck, Skylar Moore, Sky Moore. I'm sorry, fucking feel bad for you because God, they were dog shit Thursday night against the Lions. Five <laughs> targets to Kadarius Tony, one reception for a yard. Three to Sky Moore, no receptions. Um, Marquez Valdez Scantling, two receptions or two targets. He caught both of his for 48 yards, but it's like. There, there's nothing I'm telling you. And I, and I, I started saying it when they, when they paid Patrick Mahomes all that money and you know, now they got money obviously going to Chris Jones, uh, Travis Kelsey, but where else are you going to, where else are you going to find money to pay people? They, they, they put all the money into these three guys and they ain't got nobody else to, to be playmakers for them. Yeah. I mean, they, they got Kadarius Tony from New York thinking he was going to step up to that number one. And he clearly just did not do what they wanted him to do. Hey, bring so him to Chicago, like, man. Yeah. One for five, we're fucking set, dude. We'll take him. Hey, it's it's not I mean, like Mahomes, Chicago numbers. It's not like Mahomes played a bad game. Like he was hitting these receivers in the hands, and it was just fucking drops. There were a lot of drops. Yeah, yeah. The pick so, six was because of Kadarius Tony. Yeah, yeah. It, was off, it tipped off his fingertips, and it, went, it like literally went through <laughs> it. Like he caught it, and like said, "Oh, here you go. Yeah. Here you go, uh, Brian so, Branch." So Mahomes, like his stats don't look good, but he played a good game still. It just the fucking receivers screwed him over. He was the leading rusher as well for the yeah. for his team. So he, he is the offense. Yeah, he's the offense. But boys, <laughs> I, I know there was a lot of different directions that we could literally start the show as a week one recap. Things we saw, things we want to highlight, you know, a lot of standouts. I know we're gonna talk to these quarterbacks that got paid. We're gonna talk some dominant teams, but I say we start with the game of the week in the Miami Dolphins, Los Angeles Chargers. I mean, there's no better game this week. We saw fireworks after fireworks with the Chargers and Chiefs. I'm sorry, the Chargers and Dolphins. Tyree Kill had a game-winning catch, perfect throw by two as well. And it seemed like the last team that was going to have the ball was going to win. Justin Herbert, who did get paid, I think he had an average game. I thought he was decent, but he took a bad attentional grounding, something you can't do as a starting quarterback, especially with needing a field goal to win the game after they missed the extra point. But, man, it's Tyree Kill and – uh, Tua, this is going to be the show of the year. Is this what we're going to see every week for the Miami Dolphins? Because they just lit up the scoreboard. The potential is definitely there. As long as Tua can stay on his feet or at least keep his head off head off the turf, I mean, it, the, the potential is definitely there. When you got a 1-2 with, with Tyreek Hill and uh, Jalen Waddell, I mean, there's no excuse not to put up those kind of numbers. I mean, 70 total rushing yards for, for the Dolphins are leading rusher, 10 of 37 for Mostert. I mean – it's clear that that first of all, it's a, this is a passing NFL right now. Um, I mean, the passing game will dominate 
running it, then that's why running backs ain't getting paid. But uh, I mean, Tua can definitely put up these numbers every single week. I mean, as far as as far as Justin Herbert goes and the rest of the quarterbacks, I mean, I'm chalking this up for a week one. Um, this isn't something that's uncommon in week one to see to see open open week struggles. So um, I'm not going to put too much stock in all this except for Justin Fields. Obviously, he will continue to probably be shit um, in the Chicago Bears. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, I mean, if Tua can stay healthy, I'm excited to see see this team this year. I mean, big thing with going off what Doc's saying about Tua staying healthy. I mean, I think the big thing to note in this game was Tua didn't have any sacks. And he only got hit once, and that was when he rolled out and threw a pass, and a defender just came after the pass was thrown. So, I mean, Tua and the O-line did very good protecting Tua. Tua did good protecting himself. And, hey, he balled out. I said it before, this game was going to be a shootout, two high-flying offenses, and that's what we ended up getting on that Sunday afternoon slot, which I think the afternoon slots were a lot better than the morning slots. So the morning slots were played. fucking atrocious. <laughs> So pissed that you drafted two in the redraft league. I, I listen. I told you. You knew. Everyone fucking knew. I did. I that did. I was drafting Tua. Hey, is it also? Is it? Is it? I mean, we all want to talk overreactions. Is it? I mean, overreaction is Tua and Tyreek Hill the best quarterback duo, receiver duo in the league. Uh, as of healthy. I mean, as of right now, yeah. I mean, no one else really had what they had. I mean, Tyreek, 11 for 215 yards. It's literally fucking insane. Two TDs. Yeah. Like, what What? What other quarterback wide receiver duo did that this week? Yeah. You just, just can't guard Tyreek Hill. He's, he's just too fast for everybody. And if Tua can fucking – Tua had a little more extra arm in him, it'd be fucking electric. Because a lot of times Tyreek Hill has to check up on the ball too. But, I'm watching these corners play press coverage against Tyreek and, like, First off, bad mistake already. And if you are gonna play press and you don't even you don't even actually touch him at the line of scrimmage, like I saw, like there's not even touch him, just let him run by. Like that's pretty embarrassing to to do. That was J.C. Jackson too, an All Pro corner. Which shame on him, by the way. At the end of that first half, he allowed that field goal. He's one that caused that PI, and you know you see that the Dolphins won by two. So that field goal was very important. Chargers definitely screwed the pooch on that. But yeah, I, I don't know. Like I, like Chris said, if two is healthy. I mean, Tua put up 466 yards. He had two turnovers, but his offense yeah. is so dynamic, and Tyreek's so fucking scary. It might yeah, be this, the best duo in the yeah, league. This is the same thing that happened with the Dolphins last year. They they were fucking started off hot, then Tua went down with his concussions and just fell apart. So if Tua stays healthy, this could be a dangerous team. Yeah, I agree. And um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you have to say about it, Doc. Are you think you think best duo in the league? I mean, I know you said if two is healthy, but you didn't really touch on Tyreek. Uh, I mean, definitely one of the top. I mean, I put him right up there with Burrow and Chase. I'd put him right up there. I mean, I, I don't think that Cousins is a is a top quarterback in the league per se. I mean, I thought he he didn't play terrible this week. He had the yards, but I mean, him and uh, him and Justin Jefferson, obviously. I mean, they they're definitely up there as one of the top in the league. Yeah, they're close second. Uh, Justin Jefferson still had 150 yards. Yeah, he so did. He had cool. nasty yeah. tack, and he had a tackle too. Yeah, man. he fucking, just fucking he destroyed that dude. <laughs> yeah, and Chris, you make the sloppy games. I mean, God, that was something I saw too, man. Like, I, it was just so bad. The first, like, like you said, the one o'clock games in Eastern Time, it was just yeah. There's a couple teams like the Niners that put up points, but like, it was just horrible to watch. I mean, I thought the Saints Titans would be a little higher score. I thought the Saints would have some offense rolling there. I was shocked. I mean, what I think Atlanta might have been one of the top scoring teams in the one o'clock window, and we scored touchdowns at the end of the game. So it's like, 
and our offense sucked with the passing game. So it was just I don't know, very sloppy. I know it's week one, but you still expect some fireworks. I, I don't mind defense. It's just you want some offense too. I like to see a balance out there with these games, and it just was sloppy all around. Yeah, I mean, most most of the offenses in the 1 o'clock slot just kind of – I mean, they just looked like they were pretty much out of sync. And if that's have to do with – a lot of starters aren't playing in preseason anymore. They might play a drive. They might play just a little bit. But, like, most of these teams are coming out here, and this is their first go-ahead with um with that offense. And I mean, Derek Carr, that's what he looked like in the Saints game. It took him a little bit to start, like, understanding his receivers – and then, but I mean, the Saints defense played lights out. I mean, holding a team to not having any touchdown and Derrick Henry only having 63 yards was great to see for as a Saints fan. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it was just bad all around. I mean, I don't know, but I mean, Luke's team struggled in the beginning of the yeah. game. I mean, my team struggled. The Falcons didn't look too hot. Chris, like you just mentioned the Saints, Docs. I know it's a later window, but the Bears looked like shit the whole game. So, I mean, you know, and I, I want to make one jitters. Dude, I envy, I envy you sons of bitches for having excuses for why your team is dog shit or why you might lose a game or whatever the case is. Okay, because we don't have that. We just suck. <laughs> I mean, it's a time. Let's talk about it, boys. I mean, yeah. was Rizlov right? Is it? Were we wrong about the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers? Are the Packers going to be better than we thought, and are the Bears going to be worse than we thought? Because we were all high on the Bears and we we're all a little low on the Packers. No, I think the Packers. Um, I think the Packers just played a very inexperienced, uh, low team chemistry uh, opponent this week. Uh, I think the Bears got a long way to go. There's a lot of new faces in Chicago this week. A lot of stuff is still coming together, still gelling. Um, at this point, I mean, once the team come together, they're, they're going to be a much stronger team. The only thing really holding them back right now is the play calling. I mean, Justin Fields even came out and said that the the play call. Or the game plan this week was not vertical passing. I don't fucking understand why you would you would handcuff yourself and say, guys, look, we're only looking for for the flat. We're only looking for checkdowns. I don't get it. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. I mean, um, Luke Getzey. I mean, I I got I got to assume that that or not um, that Luke Getzey just was like, you know, I'll tank against my old team and give him a dub. Uh, I worked with Jordan Love in the past. I just I got to give him his first win. That's the only thing I could think of because this was absolutely fucking atrocious. And there's no excuse for why you would refuse to try to make plays down the field when you got a new number one receiver, Darnell Mooney, looking to get back into the mix. Cole Komet is is stepping up in huge ways for Chicago. So um, I'm I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm like fucking Rain Man over here trying to figure this shit out. But uh, absolutely embarrassing. This team this team's got to be better than this. This is unacceptable. I mean, Jordan Jordan Love came out looking phenomenal. I mean, the three years he sat about sat behind A Rod looks like A it paid off. Like he might be able to be that franchise quarterback for Green Bay. Nope. I mean, I would I, I think, mean he looked good yesterday. He made some good throws. I think he a lot made of Aaron Rodgers type throws yesterday. I think you I think a lot of people disagree. And then on the other hand, Justin Fields, I'd I'm not sure what I he don't was give doing. a shit. I'm yeah. not going to admit it. Yo, all right. I'm not going to fucking yo, admit Chris, it. That's all that matters. <laughs> Chris Jordan, Jordan Love played it. basketball. He played basketball with the football, bounced it like he was dribbling, and still threw a dime to the tight end Luke Musgrave out there. So, yeah. And then just like, yeah. and then Justin Fields leading Chicago rushing. I mean, you know, you have running backs, right? That isn't your quarterback. So we have like, running backs. His name is Justin Fields. Yeah. Rizlo <laughs> says that's a running back playing quarterback. He always says it. So, yeah, well, I, I, you know, it. It, I'm going to it's it's simple. It's simple. The Bears are either going to come together and, and improve or they're going to play like they did last year. And Caleb Williams 
Hashtag first overall pick. I mean, he just didn't – Fields did not look comfortable. I mean, I get you invest in the O-line, but he just didn't look he comfortable. Does, no, it, it, it does, he doesn't have an excuse anymore. If he doesn't put it together this year – I mean, I don't even give a shit about the play call because, honestly, even even with the, with the game plan being to not pass vertically, I mean, eventually you still find open receivers down the field. And if you're not – thing is, you could look at him and tell he wasn't even looking down the field. The problem was, was that – Immediately went into the scramble, just like he has in the past. Immediately moving in the pocket, does not set his feet, cannot let the play develop. Um, so you know he's he's the only he's the only one holding himself back at this point. So he's either going to step up and be better, or we're going to shit the bed and we're going to have two really good draft picks next year, um, and we'll we'll make some improvements another way. I mean, hey, Luke, when we were looks doing like- when we were doing fantasy. I mean, I even said Fields was the worst um deep throw passer accurate wise last year so i mean it's hard to want to go vertical when your quarterback can't throw vertical i don't think the problem was so much the quarterback couldn't throw vertical though i think uh the receivers are having a problem getting open i think is more than anything i mean you can see the the receivers too and it just they didn't pan out this game you can see the receiver only had 53 yards yeah, you you could see hey. the obvious frustration in uh, in DJ Moore early in this one. Uh, I him mean, taking cheap shots, cheap cheap shots well, against no. who, buddy? Cheap shots no, against no, who? Yeah, no, no, that that no, Jared Jugs Allen. I don't give a shit what Justin Fields is doing. Just because you're in bounds, trying to if you want to give yourself up, slide. No, no, no. I'm not even in. talking about that. I'm not even talking about. You want to talk about a fucking cheap shot? Look at Jair's cheap shot to DJ Moore on his way off the sideline. Now he fucking ran into the back of him. Get out of here. Don't play me with that bullshit. Come on. Hey, you're better go, than Pat, that. go, baby. Hey, hey, you're Luke, I was going to ask you, does the Green Bay Packers, did they find a new owner for the Chicago Bears? Is Jordan Love now the new owner of the Chicago Bears? I mean, the, the, the Packers still own the Bears as of right now. So it, it looks like it. The way Jordan Love played, he, he took that time behind Aaron Rodgers and he just really soaked in the knowledge. So, I mean, it, good on him. Like, this is probably going to be his make or break year. If he didn't play well, he is probably gone. So I, and that back, I, it's he, good, good for Jordan Love. I, I like to see it. He did. He missed his back shoulder throws too. Yeah, three yeah, touchdowns. Yeah, and Romeo Dobbs too. Shout out to the receiving yeah. course. Not that like great. So it's not like well, Romeo I mean, Dobbs played a good game. I mean, their leading what leading receiver was Aaron Jones, the running back. Yeah, but <laughs> that's also catch, that's yeah. The, yeah, that's because he had one big. Yeah. Drop off, two receptions. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. But he he was spreading he was spreading the love. I know Chris. I think you were high on yeah. Jaden Reed, right? You know he had five targets. Luke Musgrave had four. Um, Romeo Dobbs had four, and this isn't even counting Christian Watson. He wasn't even playing. So you still have Christian yeah. Watson, who had a pretty good year last year, the second half of the season. So maybe we were wrong on the Bat Packers. Their defense looked pretty good, or maybe that was just the Bears' offense being bad. Like I said, it's only Week One, yeah. so. We only have week one to judge. I, know, I, thought, I thought the Packers were going to be shit, but they, they looked pretty good. They were Speaking eating of being some shit, cheese. Yeah, they were eating some cheese. They actually, no, they were eating bears, Chris. They were hunting some bears, and they took them out, <laughs> and they put some cheese spread on them motherfuckers, and they ate them. Ate them up. But, hey, we, we're talking about poor play and the QBs that got paid. You know, you had Daniel Jones, Geno Smith, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, and uh, Justin Herbert. They all played pretty bad yesterday you know recording money so yesterday i know hurts and and uh lamar got some wins out there but my opinion cj stroud outperformed lamar jackson mac jones outperformed jalen hurts 
are we worried right now through week one with these QBs that got paid? I mean, Gino didn't have a great game, like I said. So Danny Dimes looked like shit against the Cowboys. I think he was the worst QB of, of the week, honestly. But are we worried about these QBs that got paid? I mean, I think I think the biggest quarterbacks right now that I'm worried about, and I voiced it, is Gino number one. I mean, I think last year it was just kind of a flash in the pan with him. He got his contract. I didn't think he was fantastic, but he was good enough to get another contract. And then Danny Dimes, I mean, god damn. He looked he had a rough day. <laughs> he looked yeah, absolutely fucking terrible. I think I don't I don't know if I would put Herbert in this. I mean, I think he played He was decent. He, he was yeah, average. He played he played good. He played good. And then um I think Lamar and Joe, they're gonna bounce back. And then Hurts. I mean Hurts. He played against Hurts. Patriots. And uh, Patriots defense is Bill Check. Bill Check knows how to take away what you do great. That's Bill Belichick. I mean, we can we've all seen it for twenty plus years now, so we know what he, that's capable. of. We'll see Hurts on Sunday or Thursday night against the Vikings. But yeah, Chris, I'm not worried about Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson, but those other two, like you said, Geno and Danny Dimes. Yeah, I don't rough, worry about them. No, and, and, them. We, and we get right. to see Danny Dimes in three more primetime games over the next five oh, weeks. God. So we get a lot. We get blessed. We get blessed. I just I find the irony in them in them playing the video, talking about uh Brian, uh how Dabble came in and claimed it. They did a whole animation with the garbage sweeper truck and everything, or a street sweeper truck, talking about he's coming and he cleaned up the turnovers, cleaned up this and that, and then like two plays later he throws a pick six at the Cowboys defense. Yeah. Well, that pick six. So that pick six was not his fault though. Like he that was in Barkley's hand, and as soon as he caught it. Diggs hit the ball up perfectly. It wasn't. Oh, I don't even care. I'm, I'm, I'm just strictly talking okay. the, the the humor and the animation right before talking about it, and then you get a pick six for yeah, yeah. for the Cowboys. Yeah, Couldn't script uh, that any better. Yeah, the Ravens. Uh, some some of the biggest issues I, I saw with the Ravens was like they the uh, penalties for the Ravens. Ravens had damn near fucking ninety yards of penalties. Like, and those penalties, a lot of them were like big drive killing penalties. So I put them behind the sticks a lot, and they just. Weren't able to do it. Lamar had a couple of ball security issues. He had uh, one fumble he lost. Another fumble that we got back, and he threw his his pick. Uh, he was trying to force the ball. It threw it a little low, and the cornerback made a good play on it. It's because he's running out into the tackle, holding the ball out yeah. in front of him. Like, what are you, what yeah. are you doing? He just didn't look – he didn't look comfortable. He didn't look – like, he looked like kind of Justin Fields. No, looked but, unsettled. And it's part, part of not playing preseason at all. Uh, plus, Mark Andrews not out there, so – you got your leading wide receiver not, not really playing, kind of kind of throws things throws things around. But I, I think the Ravens will get it figured out. Uh, big injuries, as we already mentioned. So they got to have some of these new young guys step up next week. You have a big, you have a big game next week. I know we're going to talk yeah. about that when we make those scores. But Joe Burrow, Lamar, like we said, someone's got to – they might both bounce back, but big rivalry for those two, and they both yeah. need it next week. Uh, always pretty close games, too, between them two. AFC North always good yeah. football. I mean, well, besides uh, one AFC North matchup this yeah. week, but yeah, except um, yeah, those those dirty elves, and dirty elves, oh fucking. I, I found it funny. Elves. I, I found it funny that Chris said, "Oh, Jamar Chase will easily have over 70. Joe Burrow <laughs> barely had over seventy passing yards. <laughs> like it was like well, the irony right there. It's just so funny. I found it funny when it happened, just because you made yeah, the comment I mean, on Chase. I'm like, man, Burrow didn't even get almost seventy, almost. 
I mean, I mean, it's Shamar. You expect him to have over 70. That's the number one for Joe. I mean, and this just shows, and I even said in the Instagram chat was like, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals lose this. They always start off slow and they start off slow because Joe's usually always hurt in preseason. So doesn't play, doesn't play practice. Yeah. Joe Burrow does your training camp. It's a nice thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's all about being in sync and I think they were definitely out of sync. So at least Joe Burrow didn't score the least amount of points this week. I mean, at least he put a field goal up there. Like I said, Dane Dimes put zero up. So yeah. he was playing, yeah, and he was still playing when it was 40 0. Like, what are you doing? You just paid you just paid this quarterback a lot of money. You sat Saquon, so you show how more valuable he is, but keeping your fucking what forty million dollar a year quarterback out there? That's stupid. Well, I think that's just uh because Danny played so fucking horrible. You gotta try to get something going. Get something yeah. good to at least go into that week of practice saying, like, hey, this is what we did good at least. But yeah, they didn't get anything good. It didn't work. But, no. It didn't yeah, work. That, no. But uh, the Battle of Ohio is just pretty a shitty game just all around. Both teams, uh, it's pretty much all defense. Like, fucking the defense is, like, living in the backfields of both both teams. So it was and I pretty think- rough. But Deshaun Watson didn't have that good of a game either. Yeah, he had two touchdowns, no. one passing, one rushing. But – Still, he still went six for twenty nine. I mean, sixteen for twenty nine. So it's not, not great. Yeah, and I mean, I would need a little fact check, but I think Ohio pretty much owns Cincinnati. I think they're like five and one or six and yeah. one against the Bengals yeah. these past three years. So I think it's now six to seven, if I'm not mistaken. It, I think I heard that over. The, yeah, I heard that over the the booth it's, too. It's, it's personal for them. Yeah. So well, yeah, you, I still don't know how you more. don't fucking remember the. I don't know how you don't know the name. Like you get a fucking playbook, like Josh Cripps said. Like you get the fucking like playbook of the like not the playbook of the team, but you have a game plan. It says the team's name on what you're playing against. And how the fuck do you not know what the Cleveland Browns like their name are? It's one of the most historic. He's, 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 he's taking after Tyreeks and not he doesn't look at the playbook. Jesus, I mean, he might want to start looking at the playbook because he had a fucking terrible game. Hey, but. Uh, you know, I th- I saw something cool too. That like these teams that dominate, like who do you think was the most dominant team? I mean, we had the Cowboys, the Niners. Well, you know, you had the the Packers, you had the Rams. Look pretty good. I I don't know. There's some good dominant no, teams out there this week. Nobody's more dominant than the Cowboys. Like the I Cowboys mean, all, defense, they, just Cowboys just, defense was dominant. Yeah. All right, let's let's square that up. They, they were well, the I, offense. I, the I, offense I, didn't I have to do much. Though. Yeah. Well, Tony Pollard. Well, yeah, they didn't have to do much, Mark. They didn't have to do much, <laughs> but they didn't do shit. Hey, Tony Pollard is pretty dominant too. Yeah, I mean, obviously, seventy yards, two tutties. So, yeah, obviously, the Cowboys looked completely fucking dominant. But I mean, the Niners—they didn't score as much as the Cowboys, but the Niners looked pretty great on both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively. Yeah, I think they were a much more a, complete team and played a better offense too. I mean. Coming into the season, we expected Pittsburgh to be better than the Giants on the yeah. offensive side. Yeah, they were playing. The, they were playing the preseason Super Bowl champs. Yeah, so, everybody's, they were. <laughs> everybody's hating on Big Cock Rock too. Look at him; he's just fucking out there dealing. He was dealing that ball out there, like dude, dude looked like a fucking professional football player now. The quarterback, so no, he, he looked it. good. I'll give buddy. Nineteen to twenty nine for two hundred twenty yards. Let's calm down. Let's calm down. Hey, he made some good oh, throws. Let's, let's calm down. Yeah, big yeah. Co- I'm not saying he yeah. didn't. Let's calm down with Big Cock so, Rock on 19 29 right for there. 220 yards. Not many QBs had great stats this week. And it's more it's more the eye test of what you saw, what he was doing, the type of throws he made. That's what yeah. I was impressed. He, he looked comfortable. Like he didn't seem like he was like under like too much pressure either, even with TJ Watt coming at him. 
And and I shout to Bray Knight. T- yeah, what you were just about to say, Mark, I think the biggest surprise that came out of this game, I know me and you were talking about it, was that Brian, Brandon Ayuk looked like the number one and not Debo Samuel. I think he is a better natural receiver. I'm not saying he's a better all-around player because Debo does such of the little things, but as a pure receiver going down and getting the ball, I think Ayuk is potentially better. I mean, we saw it last year through like a whole stretch of the season. He was getting a lot of good looks, a lot of catches. I, I don't know. I, I think it's time for Brandon Ayuk just to say he is the number one receiver on the 49ers I mean, he he looked like he had the most talent in wide receivers in this game and he had a big block for chris mccaffrey down the field that block he laid out for him to set up that big touchdown run and he yeah. ran down with mccaffrey that was big too i loved it especially on fantasy yeah yeah i was hoping that wasn't a touchdown <laughs> I, loved having, I loved having iu in fantasy too oh did you start him yeah i did uh, no, for so, so, our redraft oh, okay yeah, that's why, that's why he's part of the reason I got 165 points. Doc, the most dominant team to use the Packers? Or no, I think the most all around. You know, fuck you. <laughs> you never go there. I mean, they look good. I mean, them in the Rams. I, we were, count, we're not counting the Rams or the, the Packers. I mean, there are two teams that look good. Packers look like shit. We, we fucking made the Packers look better than they are. The Rams look good, though. I was surprised on the Rams. Maybe Chris is on something, too. But the Rams look good. I told good. y'all. I told Stafford y'all. actually played a good game. Chris didn't pick them and pick them, or, you know, our weekly picks here on the show. So, but the Rams did look good. Um, not that yeah. high if you didn't pick them. Hey, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like the, It's week one, dude. Like, how we feel about our teams, too, I guess. I mean, I know we kind of talked uh, Ravens a little bit. We talked a little about the Bears. Chris, Saints, you know, how – you feeling? Pro- I mean, your defense looked good. I mean, we let's Marshall a lot of more crazy interception too. Yeah, I mean, uh, the turnover game. I think we had three turnovers. I mean, to start the game, fucking Rashid Shahid fucking fumbled off the opening kickoff, and I was like, as an LSU fan, I was like, here we fucking go. And uh, but hey, no, but LSU has special team issues also. Oh, okay. So I was like, I was like, here we go. But I mean, a, they, the defense came. I mean, the defense held the Tennessee Titans to only field goals. I mean, they had three turnovers. They should have had a lot more. Um, Ryan Tannehill looked looked very <laughs> bad this game. Very someone bad put him this on game. The, someone put him on the training yeah. the, the training block on Dynasty. Well, right? he had, <laughs> what he had three interceptions, right? Some yeah, he had three interceptions yeah. and probably should have had five or six. Say, it was pretty just, bad. Let's get Will Lewis in there. Well, he yeah. wasn't even he wasn't even dressed. I mean, he was dressed because the the rule, but he wasn't he wasn't active unless the QB got hurt. So Malik Willis was the number two. Yeah, oh, wow. and then for for the offense for the offense, I think Carr just needs a little bit more time getting in sync with the new offense. I think we'll be okay. But I mean, I think the biggest thing I got out of this game, and it's not Saints related, it was that, and I was telling you on. Um, when we were playing Call of Duty about Taji Spears. I mean, he had more snaps and was on the field more, more than Derrick Henry was, which was a little worrisome. Do you think it's uh, them trying to limit Derrick Henry too and not overload him in the first game so he can make it through a season? Because Derrick Henry has been fucking getting gassed out during seasons. Like He, he hasn't been able to be that workhorse anymore. Yeah, no, you that's what they, I think. I mean, yeah, yeah, you I think, think they got him on a pitch count? I mean, I don't know about um, pitch count, but it's just Derrick Henry would open up a big run and then they would just pull him to the sideline. 
So yeah, I mean, I don't know. What, I don't know. He's tired. Yeah, he's a big boy. I mean, Taji Spears phenomenal and out of Tulane, but I mean, when you have Derrick Henry, just feed him the ball. I mean, I think I think the theme of the day was just the Titans making poor decisions all the way around. I, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot that was. They, they might have been one of the only teams to play worse than the Bears in Week One. So I mean, and that that's an exclusive list to be a part of. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't that they played bad. It was just Tannehill fucking played horrible yeah, i mean was, there was two there was two plays taji spears was open on a wheel route would have been a touchdown then their tight end akun kawa whatever you say his name he was open for another tutty i mean ryan Tannehill just well we're definitely gonna be seeing will by the end of this season and i don't think we're gonna be waiting that long i want to see uh, if we we at will levison i want to see him get like a manny's packet like put it in his back pocket and when he gets like a russian td I want him to open just that, bitch that. Up and just fucking eat it. Just fucking eat the man <laughs> right there in the end zone, dude. That'd yeah, be beautiful. Just, just let Helms pay the fine for that. Fuck it, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, Chris. I, I mean, I, I think it was. You guys were focused on Derrick Henry. I mean, you guys really were. I mean, and and why and why wouldn't you be? I mean, he's the offense. I mean, I know they have Hopkins there, and I feel bad for. I mean, I don't feel bad for him. I guess he chose to go there, but. Teams like Kansas City, they didn't even call him back. Like, you know, they did not call him back. So now they're probably regretting a little bit. But I, I, I feel bad for DeAndre Hopkins, man. Like, it's he's in a bad situation. Unless we'll I don't know why he chose that team. Probably money. I mean, <laughs> this I, furthered it. And it's not, it's not like it's, it's not like that. D Hop didn't have a chance to make plays. I mean, he was getting the ball thrown to him, and Marshawn wasn't wasn't following him around. I mean, he was in the slot with Paulson Adebo, Alante Taylor, which are Alante Taylor's first season truly playing a slot corner. So, I mean, D-Hop should have feasted, honestly, and he just didn't. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Chris, Atlanta got a W this week too, man. You know, Hold on, Mark, Mark. What's the record for the NFC South? Oh, we are – Currently three and one. We are tied with the best division in football. I have written down here. We are tied with the NFC East. Oh, we're the only the NFC East and the NFC South, which used to both be the two worst divisions, are now the only divisions with three and one record. The AFC West and the AFC South, one and three. The NFC North, AFC North two and two, AFC East two and two. The NFC West two and two. The AFC West that's a one and three. Yeah. So I mean, good hey, the Panthers had to lose because the Falcons had to win. Just the way it works when you play each other. But the Baker Mayfield Bucks got a big win out there in Minnesota. He looked good in the fourth quarter. He had some big throws there, set up a game-winning field goal. And Chris, your team won. The Falcons might have, you know, like like kind of like what the Jets have right now. We might have a good one-two punch. I know after the one o'clock window, they were both top six, Tyler Algier and Bijan Robinson. Bijan to me reminds me of more of the Kareem Hunt. And Algier's more of the Nick Chubb type role. Algier was a he looked good. He averaged, I think, uh just a couple less, like average wise than Bijan, like literally point, just points, like not that much. And Bijan, fucking filthy juke out there on the, his first career touchdown from from Desmond Ritter. I think Atlanta's on to something. Now, if you stop our run, I, I, I'm not confident right now with this pass protection. Uh, it's nothing against Desmond Ritter. It's just that when you're on your back foot and you're already getting hit, it, it's just it doesn't matter who the QB is. I, I, to me, it's just it's pathetic how you can block for the run, but you can't block for the pass. So. Jesse Bates, two interceptions, also caused a fumble. So I, I like what I see uh, there in Atlanta. You know, like I said, first time since 2017, we are above 500 at any point in the season. Doc, your team wouldn't know about that right now, man, because we're all above 500 right now. Since what year did you say? 
2017. Oh, no, I think I know about being above 500 since 2017. No, I think, no, the, Falcons, sure. I think the Falcons look good. I mean, Bate, already making an impact with Bates, three turnovers overall in the game. I mean, their secondary definitely stepped up. I think, like you hit on the nail, Mark, y'all definitely have that one-two punch. Bijan looked nasty. Tyler Algier is still looking very, very dominant. I'm going to have to – I mean, he's forcing my hand to play him in fantasy now. So, <laughs> going to have to fucking hunger. The hunger is there, man. This this is a guy that came out – thousand-yard season. This guy came out said, I am not just going to sit back and take a back seat like this. He came out, got his. I mean, I, this is this is going to be a very exciting backfield to watch. And I'm not yeah, mad. Was- I mean, they both got they both got productions. I know Algier had more rushing attempts, but Bijan it's gonna Bijan didn't have that many. Bijan like, got his. He got his, and he got some. I mean, there weren't that many. It was like six or like sixteen or something like that. But he's gonna get looks, and if we have the protection there, he's gonna get more yards too. I like how they have Bijan and um, Algier out there at the same time. You know, you put Bijan in the flex. We're gonna see what he can do. Yeah, the only thing I ask is for Desmond Ritter to throw to Drake London once or twice, you know? That's all I ask. <laughs> and then I think on the other side of the ball... You clearly which, don't need it! <laughs> which I think Doc isn't going to be too uh, too happy about is that um, I think Carolina might be a sneaky good team this year. I mean, I they... Dude, can, can, y'all, can y'all beat me up a little bit more? They can y'all beat me up just a little? Like, give me just think, a little bit more. Their defense will keep them in games towards like the first few quarters. Like you said, Brian Burns looked amazing. Young made some decent plays, but he got baited in with Jesse Bates. Ironic, Bates baited him. But um, I I think he made plays, but like I said, Bates, he out-experienced he out him essentially, and that's what it came down to. Yeah, I mean, I think what I was texting in the group chat earlier is that I think Carolina's coaching staff needs to rely more on the run. I mean, they did run – a little bit better, not better, but I mean, they had more rushing yards than the Falcons this game, but they need, they need to rely heavily. They need a, uh, yeah, a couple more carries. Like what? Fucking. We average more five. rushes per, we average more yards per attempt. So, okay. Point, point two, point two yards. That's literally <laughs> Luke's dick length. Okay. Point two yards. That's actually, yeah. there's some respect on uh, that. I, that's, I'm, I'm, hyping, I'm hyping him up. Y'all yeah, think I'm talking is. shit about him. I'm ha- hyping my boy up. Let me see here. What is... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you look that one up, Doc. Look, but to the yard. But I oh, think... yeah, no, Luke. I'd be... Yeah, no, Luke. That ain't bad, dude. That ain't bad, bro. Seven yeah, but I think two inches. Oh, fuck yeah, Luke. <laughs> Luke's like, oh, shit, I'll take that. I'll take that any day. I'm about, I'm about to hop I on think... the left now. <laughs> about I think, left I model. Think... That's twice with my... Uh... <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think Carolina <laughs> needs to rely more on the run and give Bryce some time to sit back. He he needs a little bit more experience in the NFL, like you said. I think Bates played him played him a couple times. Same type of interception he, too. They were the same identical type yeah, of interception. I, I think Bryce is going to be great in the NFL. Honestly, he was showing some of the plays back in his Alabama days. I think he just needs the experience. I think Carolina is going to be. Not a playoff team, not a wild card team, but they're there. I think that they need. I think they need the opposite. I think they need to go and just fucking tank. And you know, okay, so you're not going to have like the first round, first pick, but I mean, you'll have the first pick in all the other rounds, so you know that accounts for something. I mean, if we're talking rookie QBs, Chris, I thought 
Anthony Richardson, I thought AR looked phenomenal. I mean, I'm not saying, oh, not phenomenal. Let me take that back. I thought he looked really good. I thought he looked comfortable out there in the backfield. He's definitely athletic. He needs to learn how to slide a little bit. But I thought out of the three rookie QBs, yes, they all lost. I thought AR looked good. I, I thought him and Pittman had good chemistry. I think he is actually more a better thrower than we thought when it comes with the starters out there. And him and CJ Stroud play each other, so someone will get a win uh, this week in the rookie class. But I don't know. I was very impressed with AR out there and for the QBs, for the rookie side at least. Yeah. Well, even even with that, CJ Stroud played a pretty good game for going against a, a pretty tough defense. Uh, he still had 242 yards passing. I mean, most he didn't have any like crazy like passes. He has a lot of checkdowns, intermediate passes, but still he was picking apart our defense pretty well. Yeah, he yeah. was. I, I I was telling Chris, I was like, dude, CJ Stroud's playing just as good as Lamar Jackson. I mean, he was actually to me, I thought he outperformed Lamar Jackson, but he didn't have a touchdown or anything like that. But I thought he made some good throws out there to Nico Collins and Robert Woods. They both had some pretty big catches out there. Yeah, I think probably ten yard pass rate range. He was he was eating it up. So, I mean, we we had a couple people out in our secondary, so our safety and our top safety and our top corner both out this game. But still, he did pretty well. Yeah, I think Cooter drew up a perfect plan for AR over in Indianapolis. He looked he looked great. He looked hey, he can run the ball. He's gonna be yeah, he's gonna he be a great great fantasy quarterback right there. And then CJ, I mean, he looked phenomenal too. And going into CJ, I think a big thing is I don't think the Cardinals and the Texans are going to be a pushover like everyone thought they were. And we keep forgetting too, Chris, that Shane Steichen, the coach of the Colts, helped progress Jalen Hurts. We keep forgetting that. So I, he's got the chemistry with these young type, like mobile type quarterbacks that have decent arms. And if they put together with him, you know, they work with Shane Steichen, it looks like they can make the the potential to actually be decent quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. Hey, Josh, Josh Dobbs almost pulled off a win for the Cardinals too, after only being there for a week. He yeah. Almost like did I, it. Saying, I don't think the Cardinals and the Texans are a pushover like everyone's saying. And like I said, and I said in other podcasts is I think the Cardinals are going to get more than one win, especially when uh, Kyler Murray gets back. Well, when does he get back to that's the thing. Their defense looked good, by the way, against, yeah. I know it's the commanders, but they looked good. They were they were a Zacherts catch away from winning that football game. I mean, they they did choke though a little bit. They uh they were up like six in the fourth quarter at one point. They had to score ten points really to to win the game. But look, oh, you go ahead, Chris. I was just gonna say it makes my survivor picks even harder now. God, we are one a hey, one person lost. Shout yeah, out to you, no. Cody husband chose the Vikings. Yeah, That's tough. no no gimmies in Survivor. Yeah, well, that's tough. <laughs> no gimmies. We have about 10 or 15 minutes left. We were talking about rookies. Luke, uh, I'll start with you. Maybe one of the best rookies of the week. I mean, I, I think he's your rookie yeah. standout. But Zay, Zay Flowers looked like Steve Smith out there, in my opinion. Yeah, I think he's going to be our number one wide receiver, too. Like, he was getting all the all the looks from Lamar. So, we fed him early. We fed him often. He And he's shifty. He's like a little mini Steve Smith out there when he gets the ball. He's feisty. He plays so hard fast, for a small dude. guy. Yeah. So I like it. What he had, what eighty yards? Let me see. Seventy-eight. Seventy-eight receptions. Yeah, that's not bad, dude. But he had a good he came game. Came down with nine and ten. Came down with nine out of ten targets. So I mean, 
Zay Flowers, I mean, I was big on this guy when they picked him up in the draft, and I, I think we talked about that. I was very excited to see Zay Flowers coming. Very excited to see Baltimore actually get a potential number one wide receiver because I don't think it's Odell. Yeah. Um, not yeah. That, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying he's shit, but his knees, dude, his knees are 60 years old. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Odell only had two receptions for 37 yards. On- yeah. Celebrate so, two on that I mean, not a, still yeah, not a bad pickup. You you went from having no offense. I mean, Bateman yeah. not bad, but I mean, you went from having virtually no receiving targets other than a tight end to you know drafting a true number one. I think yeah. uh, a guy that can be a true number one, right. Odell, and uh, pick up in the off season, and then you know if Andrews comes back, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of depth now that you can spread the ball yeah. around. If, if anything, Odell is just going to be a decoy. Just his name alone is going to garner his attention, anyways. And, uh, and, and and if he don't get it, then they'll fall off of him, and then he'll you know he'll and get he'll some. I want to see Zay Flowers with the deep ball connection with Lamar. I, I know it's week one, so we're going to see it at some point, but I want to see it build because Zay Flowers, man, like you said, he's a feisty dude. He's fast as shit, and he's shifty too. Like, I'm watching him, and he's, like, making these moves. Like, like he's, like, literally, like, a little, like, fucking, like, race car, and he's just shifty. He's And it's just – I just don't get it, man. I mean, I think the biggest thing right now is like, – I'll address it in the fantasy <laughs> – is that we got to slow down a little bit on Flowers is because – when Bateman gets in there, when Andrews gets in there, hey, Bateman played. I mean, Bateman's, Bateman played, but once he gets established and Andrews is back in there, Flowers isn't going to see that forty percent target share. Uh, I think well, Bateman almost fifty percent. I think, I think Bateman takes the hit. I think Bateman takes the hit. Yeah, because uh, Lamar is still throwing to the tight ends like this game, so it's not like he just stopped throwing tight ends because Andrews wasn't out there. Isaiah likely had what a couple targets. Kohler had One. some targets. One. Oh, well, I think likely a two, but yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not Mark Andrews. The point, but it's, but. yeah, no, it, it's, it's just getting open. I mean, you can't, you can't fault the guy that got 10 targets because like Mark said, he was, he was cutting up out there and found a way to get open against secondary. I mean, you can't, the, the guy just, he put I mean, on the moves. I mean, the guy, who, he played a phenomenal game. Who says he can't get those targets. Maybe it's just him and the Mark Andrews show. I mean, yeah. And, and he's, he's going to get a pretty good corner. That's that's like, what I'm saying. That he's like getting Dave the targets because he got open. You can't fault you can't fault Zay Flowers because nobody else in the team can get open. Just because Mark Andrews is gone doesn't mean that Lamar's back here like nah fuck the tight ends, dude. Y'all ain't getting shit. Like no, I you mean, get open, I, you're gonna get the ball. Yeah, yeah. You, and yes, Derek, but Derek not a not a soft like corner either to go against. No, he was no he's not last year. So. His rookie year last year. But you're adding another probably elite tight end to the mix where Instead well, of that, that could also Lamar. open Zay Flowers even more because Mark yeah, Andrews but... is going to draw us attention. I don't, mean, I, I don't think I don't think that anybody that you added to the fold I don't think is going to is going to open Flowers anymore. I think that this was an eye opener for the NFL seeing the rookie come out in his first game, get ten targets, nine receptions. Whether Andrews came back next week or whether Odell starts getting some targets or whatever, because it's not it's not just you know oh he's targeting him it's it's the fact that okay this guy can get open we got to watch out for him we got to get a better corner on him we can't get burned for 90 percent of his targets getting caught um it, it doesn't really matter who comes back and plays the guy if he gets open like that so they're gonna have to find a way to start covering him better so when when andrews let me get this right so when andrews gets back in the game flowers is still gonna get 40 percent target share it's gonna come down to who gets open it's gonna come down to who gets open i think I think he's I, – yes, yeah, percentage-wise going to go down, but I think the percentage for other guys are going to go down too, and it's going to keep him more – he might not get 10 targets, but I think he's going to get six or seven targets a game. Andrews will probably get eight or nine. And then Remember, he, the Lamar also only threw 22 passes in the entire game. 
I mean, that's yeah, true, we, too. We, we did so, I mean, are you lot. talking a percentage number? Is he going to get 40%? No, probably not. Can he still get 10 targets a game? No, absolutely. Yeah, that's no, I'm not, I'm, I'm not over here saying that Flowers is bad. I'm, but I'm over here saying that Flowers shouldn't be put into your number one We'll we'll deep flex. dive this in fantasy. He, flex. He, he, flex. I, oh no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. no. I wouldn't sell. No, yeah, should, yeah. Should, yeah. You, should you start flowers? Hey, yeah, probably. Hey, you should probably. Start. I have used one of my, the only team I dominate in. My team name is Sunshine and Flowers because I have Trevor Lawrence and Zay Flowers. And guess what? <laughs> Zay Flowers might become my fucking flex spot now, even though I dominate. I had him on the bench, but I'm I'm prepared to start him now. But I that. think it was. No, you go ahead. Go ahead, no, go ahead. I'm changing top. Well, I'm changing topic to a different rookie. Oh, I was because uh, you said sunshine and and flowers, and I just that that scene from uh, Step Brothers where he's like, "Change your face." That's how I feel about Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, he, he he reminds me of Avatar to be one of the Avatar. <laughs> yeah. You can't do nothing about it, but do something about it. But I was gonna say though, I thought a better he might not be better career wise, but I think a better rookie receiver, Luke and everyone, Puka Nuka. From the Los Angeles Rams. Who the fuck is catch- that? Yeah, exactly. Ten catches for 119 yards. Fifth round pick out of BYU. Played a couple years with the Huskies as well in Washington. But, dude, this guy was fucking phenomenal. Stafford was all over him. And it, maybe when Cooper Cup gets back, if he ever does, maybe his his volume stays high too because he was playing pretty good Holy yesterday shit. against the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, I know, Doc. Look it up. Puka Nuka. We're gonna, like Chris said, we're going to talk about these guys later on. Guy had 15 targets. Had a 10 for 119. Holy so, shit, I don't know. I think he is my early rookie of the week for at least offense. Probably defense, too. But overall, overall rookie. I thought he was the best rookie of this draft class so far through week one. Yeah, no. Puka Nuka and Tutu Atwell, they both came out of fucking nowhere and dominated this game. I Puka think Nuka, everybody that best, performed in that Rams game, I think you can name. say he came out of nowhere. Who was I, I I think anybody on that Rams team that came out and put up numbers, I mean, you can say yeah. came out of nowhere. I think K Makers, so we're gonna talk about that in like the, the next episode. But I I mean it, I I hate to see it because I'm big on Geno Smith. I still am. I'm gonna chalk this up to another week one kind of everybody. You know, a lot of a lot of quarterbacks were shit. A lot of teams were shit that shouldn't have been. Um, the prime example being uh, Cincinnati, obviously. Um, but yeah. Hey, quick, before we sign out, though, quick, then I'll, quick over. What was that, Chris? I'll switch it up real quick. A rookie to put on, not on the offensive side, Jalen Carter. Okay. Get a sack, one, yeah. one sack, seven quarterback pressures, an absurd 32% pass rush win rate with most pressures by any D tackle in week one and most pressures by any rookie D tackle in a game over five years. Well, everybody really? knew that he was an animal. Everybody knew he was oh. going to bring that kind of energy. It was just who, who was going to take the chance on him. And honestly, if a team was going to take a chance on him getting arrested again and, and pulled off the field, I mean, Eagles got depth. They, they can afford to, to yeah. lose somebody. Their so. defensive line is already stacked, and they just got more. That's what I'm saying. Him. So, I mean. Well, like, fuck he, it. We can roll the he's, dice. He's the only guy. He's not like he's a lone wolf out there doing it. He's got a fucking stacked line with but him, helping him out. He's a. It's a big motherfucker, too. Hey, Will Anderson, Chris, had a big game, too, for the Texans. He had a sack yeah. as well with six tackles. So uh, he brought Lamar Jackson down to the ground one time. But, yeah, some of these rookies, man, like it's week one. Jordan Asset had a big touchdown. You know, we already mentioned the quarterbacks. Bijan had a pretty good game. Zay, like I said, Zay Flowers, I'm high on him. And Christian Zoss, Chris, 
had a sack and a big pass breakup too towards the end of the game. So I know you're hot on Mr. Gonzalez for the Patriots. So big game for him too. Yeah, he's going to be a stud cornerback for the Patriots for before we a long time. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he might be the the next. He might be the new number one out there for like. I mean, they go through corners a lot though. They just don't pay him really. They just let him walk. So maybe they'll keep this kid out of Oregon. But before we sign out, I mean, we have a couple minutes. Hey, quick oh, one overreaction that you guys saw from week one. It includes Monday night's game. Uh, I, I'm going to go there. Buffalo Bills fucking suck. That's my overreaction. They are dog shit. I know the Jets defense is phenomenal. But to allow, to allow Zach Wilson to come back in the fourth quarter like he did, you should be ashamed of yourselves. I know Josh Allen already took credit for the loss, and he should. <laughs> he played like dog shit. Shout out to, um, damn, the corner out of uh, Whitehead. Jordan Whitehead, I believe his name, out of the, the Jets. He had three interceptions today. And I just think that the, the Bills, they're a fucking mess, dude. They are dog shit. Allen's going to lose any game. He goes in overtime, zero and five in overtime. Overtime's just not his not his game. But, hey, this time he got the ball first. So he has no, no excuse. No excuse. That are, we, are we going, Mark, are we going team or are we going individual player? What just anything. Any overreaction that you saw. Like, I did the whole team of the Bills. The, the whole team. over overreaction. I am going, uh, Danny Dimes. I've I've been saying it since he got paid. The guy is overrated. The guy is just not good. You look at the numbers. He does not deserve to be paid the money that he is. And I hope that the Giants fucking suffer through that payday for the next four years or four or five years, whatever he got that extension for. Um, I'll, I, you know, and I'll give him the excuse, the rain this week, um, the pressure coming from that Dallas front, but. I'm, I'm telling you, going forward, you're not going to see a difference. You know why? Because we haven't in the last two or three years that he's been playing the game. So to, to think it's going to be any different now just because, you know, now that week one's over and, he's, and he's, he doesn't have the Cowboys for a while, it's not going to be any different. When this guy still puts up 2,400 yards passing and, and 16 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, you know, come back and tell me why Danny Dimes deserves $50 million a year. Oh, man. Love it. He's just not good. Nah. I, I'm with you yeah. on that one, Doc. Honestly, I'm I'm not like Lamar earned his money. I mean, I I don't think Lamar is, you know, he had that MVP year, but Lamar earned his money. Lamar does a lot with the run game, you know, with with adding to everything. Uh, a lot of people that got paid, I think, deserve to get paid. Danny Dimes is the one dude in this league, <laughs> all off season, that did not deserve that payday. We'll see it. We'll see it. Luke, Chris, especially when you yeah. when you wouldn't uh, pay to take one. Raiders are going to win yeah. the AFC West. <laughs> Watch Holy your fucking shit. mouth. Raiders suck. <laughs> the Raiders. Hey, they're hey. the only team in the AFC West that has a win. No, I'm just With kidding. I'm just kidding. No, honestly, the only thing that's going to stop the Raiders, I think, is Jimmy Garoppolo. He's a good hey. game manager, dude. I'm going I'm going Cowboys to the NFC title game. NFC championship. You don't want to go farther? You don't want to go Super Bowl? Super Bowl? Yeah. It's open right now. Rodgers looks like he's going to be out a while. Super Bowl's open. No, well, I think I think they're gonna make it to the championship game. Uh, oh, that's right. It'll be them, them versus the 49ers. and I think toss up from there. I think Cowboys defense is gonna carry in the this season. I think Dak's gonna do just enough to uh, not lose games. Uh, Pollard's gonna fucking dominate this year, and maybe see a little more Deuce Vaughn action. Hey, and I think I lost my Super Bowl pick by the way too. The Jets of Aaron Rodgers, yeah. they are fearing it's an Achilles. It's the year. Yeah, he's, he's I out. lost my Super Bowl pick. Yeah, yeah. I lost. I, I have an excuse now. I know if people said, "Well, what's going to happen?" Well, yeah, I have an excuse switching, now. Switching Why the Jets out of my Super Bowl too. Hey, you need just keep riding with the Jets. It's Zach Wilson time. 
No, it's the Milf Hunter. I, I, I had I had the Jags as my Super Bowl team favorite. I'll win. tell you right now, I might actually pay Zach Wilson over Danny Dimes. Uh, also, <laughs> real quick, up. real quick though, with, with Aaron Rodgers, with Aaron Rodgers being hurt though, real quick, if he is hurt and he can't play the rest of the year, the Packers will only get a second round pick next year. They will not get that conditional first rounder that they were supposed to get because the percentage of plays was played sixty percent of the snaps. He didn't even play sixty percent of the offense snaps hey, tonight. One, so one, one last play six F-U. minutes. One last fuck like you to the Packers plays. from Aaron Rodgers. Fuck you, Packers! <laughs> but hey, this is all about the Boss Podcast. If you haven't listened to it, listen to the fantasy episode. It's going to be a quick 30-minute episode just about of us giving our waiver hits, some of our must-starts, must-sits out here, what we think for week two. I'm Mark Davis. That's Chris Kameinarch. Good luck or good win with the Saints. That's Luke Rule. Big win with the Ravens. That's Nick Docs Kirkwin. Sorry about the Bears. The Packers still own you. This is all about the Boss Podcast. Thank you for checking out another episode of All About the Balls Podcast. We want to thank all of our listeners and supporters of the Sack House. You can listen to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at the Sack House.